You could save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, but when we just come out and say it, it feels like it falls a bit flat. So instead, we're going to hire a professional voice actor and pay him absurd amounts of money to say, I like this product. Hmm, not sure why that was better. I mean, I'm a professional too. But we didn't pay him to say the business part, so back to me. Save big when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive. Sorry, I know hearing me say it was a bit of a letdown. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save over $700 on average, and those savings add up. Imagine what you could buy in the future. Remember how 15 years ago I switched to Progressive? Well, I used all those savings to buy that golf club that swings for you. But now everyone who plays golf is really good because, you know, the club swings for you in, in the future, which is now. So switch to Progressive and save big because those savings can add up in the future. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National annual average insurance savings by new customer surveyed who saved with Progressive in 2020. Potential savings will vary. The X-Zone radio and TV show is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the X-Zone radio and TV show or in any manner endorsed by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell, Star Radio Network, its affiliated stations, or employees. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. It's a new week here in the X-Zone. Welcome, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell, and for the next four hours, I'm going to be your host and your guide as together we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. It's a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. It's a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. And the X-Zone comes to you Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. Eastern until 2 a.m. Eastern, right here live and around the world on the Talkstar Radio Network and our fine family of broadcast affiliates across Canada, the United States, Central America, the Caribbean, South America, the Pacific Rim, Asia, and Europe, and the rest of the world on TalkStarRadio.com streaming audio. If you'd like to give us a call, our toll-free number is one 877 and that is toll-free throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii at one 528 8255 My email address is xzone at TalkStarRadio.com. On MSN Messenger, TalkStarRadio at Hotmail.com. And our website, www.xzoneradio.com. On tonight's show, uh, joining me tonight, Clint Romag will be joining me in a few minutes. We're going to be talking about Bigfoot. Jason Lee is with us in hour number two, talking about UFOs. Serona Knight, hour number three, talking about Wicca. And hour number four, the Cook Report with the one and only Patrick Cook. That's live tonight here on the X-Zone on the Talk Star Radio Network. Let me see. Uh, today is uh, January the 14th, and on this date in 1914, Ford improved its assembly line production of cars strictly enforcing a no-assembly-line dancing party. Uh, on this date in 1960, Elvis Presley was promoted to sergeant in the U.S. Army. Today is, uh, let me see, Jason Bateman turns 39, and funny guy Mark Addy turns 44 today. Things you should know, a pair of British newlyweds got quite a jolt, it turns out. They were twins, separated at birth and given up for adoption. Uh, the marriage has been annulled. Christine Aguilera and her husband, Jordan uh, 
uh, Bratman became parents of Max Leron Bratman. A son on Saturday, Nicole Ritchie, gave uh, birth to a baby girl, Harlow Winter Kate uh, Madden, while according uh, to, uh, to let me see, Courtney Thorne Smith and husband Roger Fishman, everything is going well. Now, if you do care, Roseanne Barr supports John Edwards for his president, as, uh, for president in her blog. American Idol uh, alumni Kimberly Locke says celebrity fit club trainer Harvey E. Walden IV is not her official boyfriend yet, uh, at least not until his divorce is finalized, that is. Paula Abdul will find her way on to the stage at the Super Bowl halftime show, although Tom Petty is the big uh, pull there this year. Mario Van Beebles is joining the cast of All My Children. Stella McCartney and her husband welcomed baby number three into the world last Tuesday. Beckett Robert Lee Willis. Explorer Sir Edmund Hillary, the first uh, to scale Mount Everest, died on a heart, of a heart attack last Friday at age 88. Uh, let me see now. The naked man who broke into Nicolas Cage's home near Los Angeles last year has been ordered to undergo six months of drug rehab. And uh, let me see, O.J. Simpson is in custody in Florida on allegations that he violated terms of his release in, La- in a Las Vegas armed robbery case. Uh, Simpson was freed in September on $125,000 bail. A disgraced Olympic runner, Marion Jones, was sentenced to six months in prison on Friday for lying to federal prosecutors about her steroid use. I guess the uh, beard uh, should have given it away a long time ago. And finally, Oprah Winfrey has written her will and left her longtime boyfriend out of it. Uh, the will stipulates that her estimated $2 billion fortune can be divided among her charities, dogs, and yet-to-be-adopted children, leaving nothing for boyfriend Stedman Graham. Geez, I wonder if she'd like to adopt me. And finally, Reese Witherspoon and uh, Jake are reportedly getting married. There you go. That's today and uh, little things that you should know that is going on in the world around us. All right. Now, when we come back from this two-minute commercial break, Clint uh, Rogue-Mag will be joining me. We're going to be talking about Bigfoot as the X-Zone starts for tonight, this Monday, January the 14th, right here on the Talkstar Radio Network from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Rob McConnell here, presenting an overview for Nicholas Paul Jennings, author of a fascinating book, Amen. It presents facts revealed by Egyptologists, facts that enable us to understand why Amen is the beginning of creation of God. It provides recommendations for religious leaders of the major religions to unify their beliefs and teach the word of God, love one another. Amen informs people how mankind conceived God, It was the Egyptians that developed the concepts of a soul, a hereafter, and son of God. And finally, after the worship of many gods, they conceived the belief in one universal God, the maker of all there is. For more information, visit www.futureofgodamen.com. That's www.futureofgodamen.com. Named one of the world's greatest psychics, Elizabeth Joyce is now giving readings worldwide via Skype. Elizabeth Joyce is recognized for her clairvoyant ability to help find missing persons, her analysis of dreams, past life regression work, mediumship, and her accurate predictions. Elizabeth has been a frequent guest on the X-Zone radio show with yours truly, Rob McConnell, now for several years. For an appointment with Elizabeth Joyce, call 201-934-8986 or Skype at elizabeth.joyce. And for more information, you can always visit Elizabeth Joyce online at www.new-visions.com. Looking back on 
yesterday Because you hadn't seen sun You tend to disbelieve Though you've never known death When someone dies you grieve Though you've never seen the Lord There's ones that worship Him each day Find them in the chapels And only needs to pray And welcome back, everyone. Clint Romag is our special guest this hour. Clint has been a writer since childhood. He grew up in a Longview, Washington uh, suburb and currently lives in Los Angeles, California. The Ape Cave Horror is Clint's fifth book. Previous novels include Search for the Werewolf and Unleashing. Last year, Clint barely escaped the Ape Caves alive. And uh, Clint, welcome to the show. And what are the Ape Caves? Hi, nice to meet you. Um... What was your question? What are the ape caves? Um, it's the longest lava tube in North America near Mount St. Helens. And um, it was discovered in the 1940s. And in mm-hmm. the 1950s, a Boy Scout troop uh, explored it. And there's just all these things that, you know, Bigfoot has been down there. When Mount St. Helens erupted, people joked that, you know, Bigfoot went down there to escape. So I wrote a horror story that takes place around that area. So, so tell me, are you a believer in Bigfoot? Um, I'm open to the idea. Um, I I would say I'm still waiting to get more, you know, see more evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the kind of person that until one's captured or they find one near the um, side of the freeway dead, you know, I'll have some doubts. But I mean, it it's exciting, you know, just to know that you know there's been sightings and stories about Bigfoot since you know, hundreds of years, you know, like the Indian legends. Mm-hmm. And then I had, then I just read a story about Teddy Roosevelt, the president, um, talked to someone and, and published a story about Bigfoot in 1892, which I just found out, found out about. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. Tell me about it. Um, I guess he met a hunter that said he was attacked by this creature, and he published, Teddy Roosevelt published the story in 1892. Wow. And they described the creature like, you know, like a bear that walked on two feet it's it stunk and it like killed one of the hunters and i mean it just described exactly what you know we think of bigfoot today as so i thought that was pretty interesting so how did you get an interest in bigfoot um i used to watch the documentaries of bigfoot as a child growing up you know like in search of bigfoot and stuff and they Mm -hmm. used to scare me a lot so um i had nightmares about bigfoot and then just growing up in Longview, um, Longview's in the middle of Bigfoot country, uh-huh. and um, there's a lot of history with Bigfoot around Longview. Like, have you heard of the Ape Canyon? Yes, but tell our listeners about it, because I'm sure they'd like right. to hear from you. Um, in 1924, a group of miners from Longview went to Ape Canyon, and I guess they were in a cabin, and they were attacked, supposedly, by Bigfoot, and the, these cre- ape-like creatures threw rocks down at them, mm-hmm. and... I guess, like, one tried to get into the cabin, and that I think that was in 1924. Um, so there's that history. And then, you know, right next to Ape Canyon is the Ape Caves. And then um, have you heard of Ray Wallace? Oh, sure. He, yeah, and he, he, he lived, his, his and his family lived around the Longview area in Toledo, which is about 30 minutes from Longview. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did the hoaxes in, 1950, in the 1950s, like in Northern California, putting, you know, making the foot. Bigfoot footprints, um, and that made national news, and um, and I think that's where the term Bigfoot came from, from Ray Wallace. So he's like around the Longview area. Uh, so you grew up smack dab in the middle of uh, of all this of all this excitement about Bigfoot. Yeah, and then you know there's always the occasional Bigfoot sighting that mm-hmm. you know hits the newspaper and stuff. So I've always you know had an interest in Bigfoot, just being surrounded by it all. What made you do, what made you think of or what made you decide to write a a series of books about Bigfoot? Um, well, I wanted to make Bigfoot scary again because you know Bigfoot always scared me. So I think recently, I think starting with like Harry and the Henderson. Yeah, he was a real cool guy in that one. <laughs> yeah, he's really you know he's like a pet, like yeah. a nice teddy bear or something. 
you know, when it hurt anyone. And then there's there's some recent Bigfoot commercials. Like, I, don't, I think about beef jerky or something. That oh, yeah, and there's also, there's also a beer commercial uh, here in Canada with the Bigfoot. Yeah, and they make Bigfoot the, you know, the butt of the joke. You know, so basically, you know, Bigfoot is seen, like, tiptoeing through the for, mm-hmm. you know, forest picking daisies. So I wanted to get away <laughs> from that and try to make them, you know, scary again. And, I mean, just the idea of this creature, you know, hidden from mankind for all these years in the forest is a scary idea. So yeah, we, we don't want to have so Bigfoot. We don't want to have Bigfoot in competition with Tiny Tim. <laughs> right. <laughs> we don't want to see Bigfoot skipping around and, you know, so. Yeah. I, I wanted to make a good horror novel about it, so. I think I succeeded. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is our toll-free number throughout the U.S., Canada, Alaska, and Hawaii. My guest this hour is Clint Romag, and his website is www.clintromag.com. That's C-L-I-N-T-R-O-M-A-G dot com. All right, so you went into these caves called the Ape Caves, and... Um, did you actually see any evidence of the existence of Bigfoot or something that Bigfoot might have done? Um, when I went, I, I explored the Ape Cave last summer with my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I didn't see any evidence, but it was just kind of a freaky location because when you go down there, no matter how hot it is outside, it's 42 degrees. It always remains 42 degrees years around, and it's just all these strange rock formations. You know, your flashlight doesn't light up much of the cave, so you're surrounded by darkness. Right. And the cave walls absorb the sound, so everything's muffled, and, you know, you see shadows, you know, with your flashlight. And um, so I didn't see any evidence of Bigfoot, but, you know, it's just some freaky situations in there. Because at one point, like, you have to crawl. We had to get the cave got lower and lower the ceiling. Right. Mm-hmm. So pretty soon you're crawling, and then pretty soon you're on your stomach dragging yourself through it. So oh. it's just a, you know, freaky situation. Now, and, now who, oh, and yeah. Um, and I guess part of the ape caves collapsed like hundreds of years ago. So there's sections of the ape caves that, you know, haven't been explored and haven't been discovered. So part of the basis of my book is that's where the Bigfoot are hiding in these unexplored caves that are around the ape caves. So, Why do you think Bigfoot hasn't been found yet? You know, with all this modern technology we have, uh, we have uh, satellites that can read the uh, read the face of your watch from from outer space, you know, we've got thermal imaging, uh, we have night vision, we have all these wonderful satellites that can do everything, and yet, even with modern technology, no Bigfoot. <laughs> um, well, they've been they've been sighted, but they haven't been captured. But um, the theories that I put in my book, um, like they're noc- nocturnal, mm-hmm. they only come out at night, um, so that would cut down on, the, you know, seeing them, and then they have to be intelligent if they've been able to, you know, hide away from mankind for all these years. Exactly. And Yeah. And then I also say that they live, you know, they don't live up, you know, in the forest, but they live, you know, underground. So, like, mm-hmm. during the day is when they sleep, and then at night they come out, you know, to explore for, you know, get food and um, rummage around. So, and then I also think, you know, there's not, like, a ton of them. You know, there's just a few in hidden pockets around, so... Well, maybe, so hopefully someday one will, like, walk across the freeway or something so we can see it. Well, you know, like, with all the truckers and loggers, the bus drivers, the police, uh, and all the pedestrians, it's a wonder nobody has ever seen one and taken a picture along the side of a road. I know, or, you know, accidentally hit one, you know, deer get hit all the time, or, mm-hmm. you know, so... I would, That's I would why, ima- like, I don't say I totally believe in Bigfoot. I'm still waiting for one to get captured or something, but... Yeah. I walk you know. the line. I'm not, you know, like, I, I walk the line because, you know, there are so many people who, who, who believe in Bigfoot. There are those who have seen Bigfoot, but it's lacking the proof. It's lacking the, the, the subject. Hard evidence. That's right. You know, it's just like people within the UFO community. It's just like people in the ghost community. It seems that all the paranormal or fringe sciences lack credible evidence. Yeah, and, um, and, but then I also wonder, you know, since, you know, there's been, you know, the Indian legends mm-hmm. onward, there's been sightings and stuff, yeah. so are all these hoaxes or, you know... I, I, I don't this? think they're, I don't think they're hoaxes. I, I, like, you know, the the First Nations people had no reason to cause a hoax to, on anyone. 
You know, and yeah. they're very, they're very well, they're, they're a very well grounded, uh, well grounded society. They're very, they're traditionalists. They believe, you know, their elders pass stories down from generation to generation to generation to generation. They would have nothing to gain. Now, if it was just one, uh, one um, tribe that this came from, well, you could kind of say, okay, well, maybe. But you know, different tribes have different. Um, explanations for Bigfoot, and they, they all revere Bigfoot. Is it possible that Bigfoot is interdimensional, like UFOs? I, I don't know. Is it possible that Bigfoot uh, is now extinct and the legend lives on? That, I think, is a possibility. Is it possible that Bigfoot was actually an ape that came up from South America and walked up? I think that's a possibility. After all, if man could come over from... Uh, you know, crossing the Bering Strait and down into North America, maybe a couple of apes did the same thing. I don't know, but I there has to be some like nugget of truth in some you know that started exactly, exactly. But what it is, I don't know. We've had people like Robert W. Morgan on the show who has claimed to that he's actually talked to Bigfoot, he's seen Bigfoot. Um, you know, we we've had other Bigfoot researchers on or Bigfoot seekers on the show. Then we have those who come on the show, like Bob Hieronymus, who says, I was the guy in the Patterson film. I was in the ape suit. Here you've got a guy saying, I'm the guy, and Bigfoot researchers and seekers say, well, well, no, 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 you're not. So if somebody comes out and says they were and they can prove it, why don't you accept it? Yeah, and then there's all this evidence, you know, then I've seen, you know, about the Patterson mm-hmm. film, yeah. how they couldn't have replicated it. But then, you, then another scientist said they could, so it's, you know, back and forth. Exactly. Hey, listen, do me a favor. Stand by you, and I have to take our commercial break with the news at the bottom of the hour. Clint Romag's our special guest, www.clintromag.com. We're talking about Bigfoot this hour. Clint is the author of The Ape Cave Horror. It's his fifth book. He also uh, has previously written Search for the Werewolf and The Unleashing. I'll be back with Clint on the other side of this commercial break as the Exxon continues from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively worldwide on the Talkstar Radio Network. If you'd like to give us a call and ask Clint a question or voice your opinion about Bigfoot, 1-877-528-8255. I'll be back on the other side of the news as we continue right here on Talkstar. Don't go away. Can't walk. I can walk, but not very far. I can't even stand anymore. And it gave me no freedom. If you or a loved one suffer from limited mobility, we have incredible news. Now you may qualify for your very own new Invacare power chair or scooter at little or no cost to you. Call Mobility Products Unlimited right now to begin your free pre-qualification process. Invacare's powered mobility products are comfortable, stylish, easy to maneuver, and go anywhere. And yes, you can get back out there too with Invacare. So pick up the phone and call Mobility Products right now, risk-free. Their friendly specialists handle all the paperwork and make it fast and easy to begin the pre-qualification process for your very own Invacare power chair or scooter. You could get yours within just days. There's no pressure, no obligation, no cost for the call. And your satisfaction is guaranteed. So if you're stuck at home, call 1-800-594-5356 right now. Friendly Mobility Specialists are standing by. Are you questioning your future in the year 2008 and what lies ahead for you in matters of family, love, finance, employment, and travel? Do you have questions that have been haunting you and now you're seeking guidance and the answer to these questions from those on the other side? If you have said yes, then you need to call Premier Psychics right now. At Premier Psychics, talented, gifted, professional psychics will help you find the answers to the questions that you seek and help you on life's metaphysical journey. Call Premier Psychics now, toll-free at 1-866-803-6593 or visit Premier Psychics online at www.premierpsychics.com. Know today what the future holds for you. Once again, call Premier Psychics toll-free at 1-866-803-6593 or visit Premier Psychics online at www.premierpsychics.com where the extra E in Premier stands for excellence. Do you have a disease that you would like to alleviate through a natural means? 
Have you been contacted by angels, ghosts, or even extraterrestrials and want to validate these experiences? Or would you simply like to speak with someone who can help you find your life's purpose? I'm Dr. Joseph Mara, and I'm offering my services free of charge for first-time clients contacting me during the month of April. These free consultations include angel card readings, guided meditations, life coaching, and energy healing. If you have always wanted to explore these types of experiences but were skeptical or simply could not afford them, then take advantage of this free special offer. Contact me through my website, a guiding light spelled L-I-T-E dot com to schedule your consultation today. Until then, I offer you love, light, and laughter. If you enjoy reading a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love From Out of the Woodwork by William S. Peckham. Sean Kennedy, a Toronto contractor, buys derelict houses, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, a century house in ruins, and starts the renovation, the house fights back. He is visited by ghosts of owners past. His visions are triggered by touching an oak mantle, reading a faded letter, opening an old locket, or opening a brand new casket in the basement. These visions will take you on a trip across southern Ontario from Niagara Falls to Toronto to Kingston. From Out of the Woodwork is now available in paperback and on your favorite electronic reader. To order your copy of From Out of the Woodwork, go to www.williamspeckham.com. That's www.williamspeckham.com. Hi, this is Ken Elliott. When I'm floating around the universe, I always try to tune in to Rob McConnell. Hey, hold there, Trinity Frog on Sesame Street. When I want to find out what's going on with UFOs or ghosts, I listen to the X-Zone with Rob McConnell. This is Les Corrigan from Target Internet Development. You're listening to Rob McConnell on the X-Zone radio show. This is John Hogue, Prophecy Scholar, and you're listening to Rob McConnell in the X-Zone. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. That was dark in the mountains As the story goes Indian tales brought them out Where only the Sasquatch goes The moon was playing hide and seek Make the shadows come and go Looking for something they thought they'd find On the Bernie Creek Forest Road Heard around the bars Indian chant An old black witch And a man that was marked with scars Three of them went looking Things they shouldn't see And welcome back, everyone. My name is Rob McConnell. My special guest this hour is Clint Romag, www.clintromag.com. He's the author of The Ape Cave Horror. It's his fifth book. Previous novels include Search for the Werewolf and The Unleashing. Now, uh, Clint, thanks for joining us tonight. And who did the illustrations for your book? Um, his name is Jerome Yonker. He's worked in the comic book industry, and he's actually done illustrations for my um, the last two books, The Unleashing and uh, Search for the Werewolf. But he outdid himself this time. There's about ten illustrations in it, and there's a two-page map of the Mount St. Helens area that includes Lava Canyon, Ape Canyon, and uh, the Ape Cave. So it's pretty, it's pretty cool. Also included in the Ape Cave Horror is a short story entitled Meredith's Journey. What's this about? Um, Meredith is a, was a main character in the first book. Um, Babe Cave Horror is book two in the five-part series. The first book was The Unleashing. Meredith um, and Chad basically survived the massacre um, mm-hmm. in the first book. But at the end of the first book, Meredith is pulled through the window by Bigfoot, and her body's never found. Everyone assumes she's, de- 
she died. But then in the short story, you find out what happened to her. She basically is taken with all the Bigfoot into um, as they're fleeing away from the area that um, takes place in Unleashing. So she gets to see their habits, and she's kind of like a plaything to one of the Bigfoot. So it's really you know fast-paced and suspenseful. Now, um, you also mentioned the possibility of Bigfoot migrating north. What's all that about? Um, in, in my book, there's a scientist that has been collecting Bigfoot data over the decades. So all the credible Bigfoot sightings, he's been, you know, marking them basically, mm-hmm. you know, on a map. And each decade, the sightings in the south areas of the United States and so on are getting less. And then the sightings in, you know, northern like like in canada and alaska are growing so his theory is that you know the bigfoot are basically migrating north trying to get away from civilization and that's why you know sometimes there are sightings during the day because they're basically you know moving out of their home territory into unexplored territory trying to you know go north out of the way of civilization that keeps you know getting bigger and bigger now, in your book, uh, the, the search for uh, search for the werewolf, uh, where did your fascinations with werewolves come in? Um, th- that's my other series I'm writing. Um, there, because I, I for a while I was reading all the classic horror novels like mm-hmm. Dracula and Frankenstein, but then I wondered that there was no main book for werewolves. So the first werewolf book I wrote called the Werewolf Manuscript. Um, I wrote it like the classic novels in first person. So um, Search for the Werewolf is the second part to that. So I just wanted to make like a, you know, main book for werewolves because, you know, vampires have Dracula and then, you know, there's a whole genre about Frankenstein from Mary Shelley's. So you figure, you know, if, if, if Dracula has one, there should be one for the werewolves. Yeah, of course. <laughs> now, now... Now, tell me, uh, as you were growing up, and you know, when you went to elementary school, high school, did you ever, did you ever dream that you'd be writing books that people would say, "Wow, look at this, cool"? Um, when, when I've, you... al- I've always had a big imagination, mm-hmm. and I've, you know, wanted. At one point, I decided just to focus on, you know, putting my imagination into writing. Right. So, um, but you know. It, it's shocking, you know, well, not shocking, but it's amazing when, you know, someone else reads my book and, you know, they really like it and, you know, asking when the sequel's coming out. So, you know, that's a good feeling that I'm not wasting my time. <laughs> How do your friends feel uh, having a, a an author as a buddy? Um, some of them get annoyed when I mention that my new book is out, you know, wanting them to buy it. So, but they, they like it. They think it's cool, but... Whenever a new book comes out, I meant you know let everyone know, and then they go, oh no, not again. <laughs> oh yeah, well that's what friends are for, right? Yeah. Yeah, come no. on. If you can't support your buddy, who can you support? Correct. Now, now well, the other book that that I mentioned was the Unleashing. What's the Unleashing about? All right, the, the Unleashing is the first book in the book Bigfoot series. Oh, I see. The, Unleash- okay. the Unleashing is a group of hunters from Longview go up into the Canadian wilderness. One of them accidentally. Well, one of them shoots a bear, but when they get close to it, they find out it's like a, a adolescent Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. And this basically draws the anger of the other Bigfoot. So, you know, the other Bigfoot basically are unleashed, and they attack, you know, the hunters. They attack the camp. And only there's only one survivor. So this one survivor is who the, the Ape Cave Horror is about. It's about three years later, and he's moved back to Longview. He's never gone out into the woods since then. And then all of a sudden this... Um, this guy named Andrew Bridgestone, who's been looking for the Bigfoot for 40 years um, and has evidence that he thinks there's one by Mount St. Helens, gets the um, half Chad, who was a survivor, to go with him because, you know, Chad's actually seen one before. And, um, you know, that's when they that's when they discovered the hidden cave systems, and then they go down there, and then that's when all the horror and suspense starts happening. <laughs> All right, so what's next on your agenda? You know, like you've already written about werewolves, uh, you've written about Bigfoot. What next? Um, I'm actually writing uh, two books at once, the next Bigfoot one and the next werewolf one. So um, both series are going to be five parts. So Mm -hmm. two parts have come out. So I'm starting to work on part three of the werewolf one and part three of the Bigfoot one. 
the werewolf one will come out first. I'm hope, hoping this summer, and then the n- next Bigfoot one will come out this fall or win—probably um, fall or around Christmas time. And um, Jerome Yonker, who worked on the illustrations for the first two books, are also is working on this next one. So, so do you think we're going to see a, a square off between Bigfoot and a werewolf uh, towards the end? Um. Maybe it could happen, <laughs> but all, all my books take place in in the same like world. So mm-hmm. if something happens in one book, it could affect what happens in the other book. So you never know if in the future any of the characters will cross paths. So tell me, what's your like, opinion about UFOs and aliens visiting this planet? Um, actually, I just saw a news article on the Dredge Report or on Yahoo News tonight that. All these people in Texas just saw a UFO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to be talking about that in the next hour with our guest, uh, Jason Lee. Um, I, I'm open to UFOs, too, but as we were saying, you know, I'd like a little more hard, hard evidence mm-hmm. than just, you know, these, you know, because, you know, there's all these, you know, it might be a, a plane, some type of plane or something, but, you know, everyone has in mind of seeing a UFO, so if they don't know what it is, then... They just well, automatically assume it's a UFO. Well, you see, if they don't know what it is, it really is a UFO because to them it's unidentified, whether it's from another planet or another star system or other galaxy or other dimension. I think that's where the big uh, the big problem comes in. Have, yeah, you ever, have you ever gone on a Bigfoot hunt yourself or out with researchers to uh, to try and see the elusive Bigfoot? Um. No, but I've gone camping many times, hiking in the woods. When I, I like, searched, like, I went on long hike, hiking trails, you know, through the Mount St. Helens area for, like, about a week, you know, just exploring. And but I've never actually gone with a group of Sasquatch hunters trying to find one, but maybe one day. Now, when you, when you go out uh, for, for a week at a time, do you go out alone or with your buddies, with your parents? Um, I go with my friends, um... I don't think my parents would want to go do that, but, uh, you know, we go out and just go exploring, hiking and stuff, and I have tennis shoes on, so, if, you know, I see a Bigfoot, I can run really fast away. Right. And oh, oh you'd, you'd run away, I see. What do your parents uh, say about your success? Um, they're they're excited. Um, they're, they're happy that I was being interviewed tonight. Um, they just, actually, they just got the Internet, so I was trying to explain to where to go, so... But they're not very tech-savvy, so I don't know if they're listening. one 877 is our toll-free number. Our very special guest this hour is uh, Clint Romag. He is the author of uh, five books. His most recent book is The Ape Cave Whore, and it's about Bigfoot. And if you'd like to uh, order your book, I'm sure if you go to Clint's website, uh, can they buy your book on the website? And is it with Amazon.com uh, and Barnes and Noble? Yeah, Amazon.com, Barnes and Noble, and can be ordered in most bookstores. Excellent, excellent. Here's a question. I, you know, what would you do if unexpectedly you're out with your buddies in the in the woods, you turn a corner, and there he is, in all his splendid glory, stinking to high heaven, the one and only Bigfoot. I I would probably, you know, stand in shock for a second, and then if it looked at me and started coming towards me, I'd probably run, and I can run really fast. Um, my friends are usually slower than me, so that would be good, because it would so get them before me. They, they'd, be, they'd become uh, whatever Bigfoot intends to do with them, right? Right, so it's always good to bring a slower friend with you when you're out hunting for Bigfoot. So. I never thought of that. I'm sure there's a lot of people saying, hey, this kid's on the ball. <laughs> yeah, so that's my advice. Bring a slower, slower friend when you're looking for Bigfoot. <laughs> um, besides Bigfoot and werewolves, uh, do you, do you uh, have any interest in other aspects of the paranormal or the strange, the bizarre, the weird, the wonderful? Um. I like, you know, ghosts are interesting, mm-hmm. but, you know, I've never had any experiences with ghosts, and I like vampires, but um, there's no real evidence for vampires that I know of. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think, you know, like, the demonic stuff is pretty scary to me, too. 
like the spiritual aspect. By the way, I just was told by my producer at Master Control, your mom and dad are listening, so why don't you say hi to them? Really? Yeah. Hi, mom and dad. <laughs> there you go. Clint Romag is his name. The name of his book is The Ape Cave Horror. It's available at his website at www.clintromag.com or at Barnes & Noble, Amazon.com, or your local bookstore. And if they don't have it, darn it, they should get it. And uh, All right, your girlfriend, what does she think about all this? Um, I'm single right now, so I'm in the market. <laughs> All right, if there are any young girls out there are interested in a guy who writes about Bigfoot, visit his website, www.clintromag. See how it all works in clintromag.com. Um, and I'll even sign a copy for him. <laughs> there you go. Can't ask for more than that. So you've got five books now. You're doing three more sequels, uh, so that's another six. What do you do after that? Um, go crazy. <laughs> No, um, I'm planning a five books after that, because all these books are in the same world, and mm -hmm. it's all building up. It's all going to be interconnected, and you're going to get hints and hints of this big, epic, like, end-of-the-world thing that's going to happen, and that's what this, like, five-book series is going to tie tie in everything, and there's going to be these other types of, you know, monsters connected, like zombies, vampires, and... So it's going, to be, it's going to be a continuation that leads on into from one book into the next and a culmination of the entire series at the end. Right. So it's all going to be connected. Right now, you know, the books, you, there might be a little mention of mm -hmm. another, you know, happenings in the other books. Um, but, you know, as the, as the books progress, it, um, it's going to conclude in this huge five-book series at the end. So it's going to be this huge, long series. If I can... Keep it up. <laughs> well, I'm sure you'll have no problems doing that because Bigfoot is a legend. It's a myth. And some, you know, the 50% uh, of the people believe in Bigfoot. 50% of the people don't believe in Bigfoot. So, you know, it's one and there, of these Yeah, things. and there's been Bigfoot sightings recently in the news, like in mm -hmm. Pennsylvania. Did you hear about that? Yes, I did, yeah. And the sighting, you know, they got a picture of, I don't know if it, they, some think it's the bear and then a mangy bear and then some think it's like some... Um, like adolescent Bigfoot, but the pictures are kind of freaky looking. That's one of the biggest problems. You know, everyone, everyone has a digital camera these days. Everyone has a camera on their cell phone. Uh, there's dashboard-mounted uh, cameras for truckers, buses, and law enforcement. Uh, like I said at the beginning of the hour, you've got satellites that can, you know, yeah, read, the, read the watch on your wrist from uh, from space, and yet there's no conclusive evidence that Bigfoot exists. But that's what a legend is all about. That's what folklore is, is all about, using your imagination. Stand by, Clint. You and I have to take another commercial set. We'll be back on the other side. Clint Romag is our special guest, Exxon Nation, www.clintromag.com. That's www.clintromag.com. And Clint and I will be back on the other side of this break as we continue live and around the world from our studios in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, exclusively on Talkstar. Don't go away. Oh, yeah. I feel young. I act young. I am young. I'm only 45. So imagine my surprise recently when I was attending my son's high school graduation ceremony and someone asked me which one was my grandchild. Did I look that old? And the answer was in the mirror. My wrinkles were adding years to my looks. I had to do something, but shots of Botox or a facelift was the last thing I wanted to resort to. Then a friend of mine introduced me to Hydroderm. Hydroderm is a proven anti-aging serum that helps reduce the appearance of wrinkles while encouraging a smooth, youthful look and feel to skin. Well, it worked. No more grandma face for me. And my husband hasn't looked at me like this in years. Well, call now for a free 14-day trial of Hydroderm, absolutely risk-free. Your free trial of Hydroderm is just a phone call away. Here's the number. 1-800-263-0613. Call now before this risk-free offer expires. 1-800-263-0613. Toll-free. 1-800-263-0613.
Whether it's the arrival of Planet X in 2012, the Earth's crazy weather cycles, our deadly global warming, Armageddon, UFOs, ETs, terrorism, the critical mass 2008 presidential elections, Dr. Jason Rand talks the talk and walks the walk. Being a twice-nominated Grammy record producer, recording artist, publisher, lecturer, UFO ET researcher and investigator, and best-selling author of The Return of Planet X, Mankind's Ongoing Legacy with a Brown Dwarf Star, Dr. Jason Rand truly does walk the walk and talk the talk. For more information on Dr. Jason Rand or to order The Return of Planet X, visit his website at www.returnofplanet-x.com or call... 901-336-9660. And where will you be in the year 2012? I'm William S. Peckham. If you enjoy a good mystery with a touch of the paranormal, then you'll love my novel, From Out of the Woodwork. It's the story of a young Toronto contractor, Sean Kennedy, who buys derelict homes, guts them, and turns them into multifamily dwellings. Slums just waiting to happen. When Sean buys 29 Livery Lane, the house fights back. Former owners unexpectedly come out of the woodwork as he starts the destruction. The apparitions come to him when he touches old books, reads hidden letters, rummages through old boxes, finds a locket or reads a discovered manuscript of a murder mystery. From out of the woodwork will take you from 1899 to the horror of the World Trade Center, September 11, 2001. Check out From Out of the Woodwork on my website, www.williamspeckham.com. The new nonfiction book, Razor of Madness, is similar to cult movies like Clockwork Orange, Dragon's Tattoo, or The Other Side of Hell. Wayne Morin Jr. and Thomas Lee Howe will expose widespread and systematic deficiencies in this thought-provoking tell-all novel. Mind control rages among scholars in law schools. Human rights are ignored while thought reform and mental manipulation are accepted practices used as behavior modification. Dr. Louis Jolion West comes to mind. Media and public scrutiny shows that United States mental hospitals are in fact destructive murder industries. Razor of Madness Exposé Novel details this epidemic through an in-depth professional and personal investigation. For decades, there has been a revolving door policy that still releases killers and pedophiles back into society. The maestro of mind control continues to haunt America to this very day. Razor of Madness is available in paperback or as a downloadable ebook at Amazon.com. to the excellent everyone your daily horoscopes uh, move forward on the problems that need improvements today it's straightforward honest aries moon bringing lots of no time to waste in our attitudes so rake the lead and make sure your uh, competitiveness is working for you for the cardinal or active signs aries cancer libra capricorn put your cards on the table and rally all the support you need today try to get in front of the problems and take your best shot we always crave accomplishment when both impulsive Aries and ambitious Capricorn are in the air. For the fixed and determined signs, Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, 
take a wise old goat overview of your situation today and figure out how to manipulate circumstances so everyone's treated fairly. If you're fair to everyone, you should be able to make it work better. For the mutable or flexible signs, Gemini, Virgo, Sagittarius, Pisces, take charge of stuff that's been slowing you down lately. Today's energies make it a bit easier for you to assert yourselves where you feel the need and move things along at a more rapid pace. Just don't be shy. And uh, from Cosmopolitan, here are the seven events that a woman should never sidestep. Number one, not filing your taxes. Forget trying to pull a fast one on Uncle Sam. Number two, blowing off a date without warning. In this age of cell phones, beepers, and emails, there's no excuse for standing him up, ladies. Uh, number three, breaking a promise to your boss. Never say the words, I do, to the head honcho or and fizzle on your follow-throughs. That is not a good thing to do. Number four, bailing on a friend in crisis. No one wants to play therapist 24 hours a day. But if your pal is in genuine pain, the least you can do is lend an ear. Number five, not sending a condolence card. It only takes three seconds to extend your sympathy when a friend loses a loved one. Number six, copping out on the breakup talk. Now, if you've been dating for more than a couple of months, at least he deserves it uh, to hear it from you that it's not you, it's me conversation. And number seven, avoiding questions about your sexual history. If you plan to get hot and heavy with a new man, he deserves to know if you have a clean bill of health. And they are the seven events a woman should never step aside from Cosmopolitan magazine. one 877 is toll-free. Our special guest is Clint Romag. Clint's website is www.clintromag.com. First of all, Clint, I want to thank you very much for joining us tonight, and I wish you continued success. And let us know when your next book is out, because we'd love to have you back on to talk about it. All right. Thanks for having me on. All right, Clint. Take care of yourself. We'll speak to you shortly. Have a good night. Good night, sir. Once again, www.clintromag.com. Now, when we come back from the news at the top of the hour at six and a half minutes past, we'll be joined by Jason Lee, who's going to be talking to us about UFOs. And we're going to be talking about that Texas sighting that uh, Clint was talking to us about earlier in this hour. So Jason Lee and UFOs are up next here on the X-Zone. One eight seven seven five two eight eight two five five is toll free. My name is Rob McConnell, and I'll be back on the other side of the news with Jason Lee at six and a half minutes past as we continue live and around the world right here on the Talkstar Radio Network. My producer tonight is my good buddy Superman. Hey Superman, hope you had a great weekend. Always super working with you. Be back on the other side at six and a half minutes past. Don't go away. Yeah.